You know, everybody says that first impressions matter, but I think it's the second impression. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox from Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about relationships and a very important part of that relationship, the follow-up. And I can't think of a better person to have a conversation with about follow-up than Janice Porter. She has this amazing innate curiosity, and she genuinely loves people. And she's a master communicator, and her passion is specializing in working, teaching professionals about online and offline networking and marketing strategies for attracting, developing, nurturing, and retaining relationships. Janice, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Lorraine. I'm excited. I am too. I have had so much fun getting to know you from a conversation that started online. And I think that some of your ideas on how people can follow up really got me thinking. So why don't we start with what are some of the things that you tell people as they're trying to nurture that relationship from that tiny little seedling of a connection? Great question. Thank you. Um, I think first and foremost, it's about always make it about them. It's not so much about you and what you want to tell that person about you. It's about being a good listener and learning about them, showing them that you're interested. Then when you follow up, when you talk the next time, always refer to, you know, something from the conversation that you've had before. So they know you were listening. That is such great advice. And up until a few months ago, I'm like, I was running around to networking events and meeting all sorts of people. And I hope to be doing that again. Right now, I'm making a lot of my connections online. Do the strategies change when you move from real world to online? Well, yes and no, actually. I mean, I think that for some people, it might be more difficult to build rapport with people online. I don't find that to be difficult myself because I'm curious, right? I want to know what people are about and how they work, how I can help them, who can I connect them with. And I think the key about building relationships or building the rapport, at least at first online, is to Again, ask questions, show you're interested, perhaps have this little dance over two or three messages that you can add some value to them. And then if they take the hook, if they show some interest back, then talk about taking it offline and choose, you know, let them choose which is best for them. It could be a Zoom call. It could be a phone call. Hopefully someday it'll be a coffee date. <laughs> but, you know, something so that you can see each other and build that relationship. So do you have some favorite tools that you like to use? Maybe after an initial call or after an initial face-to-face that you think really helps solidify the idea that you care about the conversation? I think that, uh, first of all, for a quick follow-up, a text or an email. And by the way, uh, maybe just say this first because I had this conversation in our networking group yesterday about what's your best form of communication. And so when I'm having the initial one with 
a new person, a new connection, I might then say at the end, which is the best way to get hold of you? Do you prefer text or email? Or do you prefer, would you answer the phone? You know, whatever it is, so that you know which way is the best way to get hold of them. But my secret sauce, the other piece that I like to do is if I feel that they're comfortable enough with me, I will ask people. And usually, I don't think maybe 1% of the time someone hasn't given it to me, but I ask people for their mailing address. I think I did that with you, didn't I? You did. Because I like to send cards in the mail. And I have a system that I use that is an online greeting card and gifting service that sends real cards and gifts in the mail. So it uses snail mail, but you get that physical, tangible touch. And when you receive it, if that card shows a sense of, again, caring or a sense that somebody paid attention to you and they like, they noticed that you said you liked golfing or that you, you know, uh, love flowers or whatever it is that maybe something about that card shows that, that you were listening, then it takes the whole thing from the head to the heart. Absolutely. And you know, it's funny when I started my career ever so many years ago, let's just go with that. You know, our inboxes or our mailboxes were just crammed full of mail and letters. But these days we don't get a lot of mail because so much of our communication has gone online. And so I think a tangible card actually stands out. It does. Absolutely. You know, when you go to the mailbox and you get those few bills that you don't have online yet and the spam mail that people are still sending and you see a card, you either save it for last or you open it first because you're so excited that you got one, Mm -hmm. right? So it it does make a difference. Absolutely. Brings all new meaning to the expression, you've got mail. (laughs) Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And I know know that you are a big fan of Send Out Cards, and we're going to have a link from the show notes to your Send Out Cards page, because I do think that for a lot of people, this is a great tool to have in their toolkit to make it easy to send those personal communications. It is. Thank you so much. And what my personalized site for people to go to is sendacardeverytime.com. And if they go to that site, they can send a free card on me. Awesome. Well, then sendacardeverytime.com. You guys need to take advantage of the opportunity to send that free card. Absolutely. Make someone pay. Absolutely. Well, Janice, besides sending a card, What other kinds of things can you do to make that positive second impression? One of the things I like to do is I'm a LinkedIn trainer and I will say to a new connection sometimes, if you feel free to go and look at my first level connections, if there's anybody there that looks like you might want me to introduce you, I'd be happy to do that. And that way it's taking that extra step. It's doing that one little thing as well. Sometimes you can send an article of interest, uh, a video, a podcast Mm -hmm. episode that they might be interested in. Show them some value. Absolutely. And I want to go back to that idea of introducing people because I think over the years, the people who have introduced me to really important connections, every time I talk to Jennifer, I remember that I met her through Allison. And I feel good about both of those people. And so that person that you connect them to becomes an ongoing reminder of you. 
Yes, but you know, here's another little piece to that is that you don't forget if someone introduces you to someone, don't forget to thank them. You want to feel cared about as well, right? Absolutely. When I talk to people about social media and I tell them, you know, if somebody comments on your content, you always want to thank them because social media is about ego and we all want to be noticed. But I I think that extends to everything. That idea that thank yous are so easy and they are so often overlooked that when you do it, people remember. Yes, exactly. Well, Janice, this has been fabulous some great tips in a very short period of time. And I'm going to encourage all of our listeners to go to JanicePorter.com. And also you have a podcast and that is Relationships Rule. Relationships Rule. And I'm going to encourage people when they're done listening to our show to go listen to yours. Thank you so much for being a guest today. My pleasure. Thank you so much. If you have enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to pick up more tips for your small business, be sure to look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.